All right, gentlemen, you know who it is. It's your boy, Victus D. Void. If you're watching this on YouTube and BitChute, welcome to the Free Man Void. I'm your host, again, Victus D. Void. Of course, you can call me Vic or Vic the Void, whatever floats your boat. And if you're listening on my podcast, FMA, which stands for Free Man's Addendum, Mad World, Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Victus D. Void. Today, I want to talk about something very special and strange. I had a very interesting experience last night. You know, I was writing one of my stories that I like writing. You know, I'm a little author. I do a little author stuff, a little writing stuff. I, I like to call myself a writer. I think I am. You know, I don't. I, I think it might be a little cringe to call yourself a writer because when you when you call yourself a writer, it gives off, or at least I imagine the image of the struggling drunk writer who goes to the bar every day to bury his deep dark depression um, in a bottle of Jack Daniels or with a bottle of Jack Daniels. But yeah, I'm a writer, and I was writing a little story to myself uh, that I plan on publishing, and I needed to look up the definition of the word escort for some reason. You know, I had a I had a moment where my brain did a, did a brain fart and blacked out, and I was like, what the hell does escort mean? <laughs> I know that's, this sounds stupid, but I had to look it up again uh, on Google, and um, while I found the definition of escort, and I immediately realized that I was having a stupid moment, because I already knew the definition of escort, I just couldn't, you know, think at that moment, but uh, right below the definition was a website, it was for an escorting business. For those of you guys who don't know the other definition of an escort, uh, escorts are basically prostitutes who like to define themselves as high-class sex workers, which is it's funny. It's funny to think about because there's no such thing as a high-class sex worker. The second you become a sex worker, you're a complete degenerate, which I know most of the people on Earth are degenerates, so it's not like you're living the life of a degenerate by yourself. You know, we're all in this together. I I forgot the rest of the song, but uh, yeah, we know we're all degenerates. But I found this website. It's for an escorting business, and it it gave me the heebie-jeebies and made me very sad when I clicked on it because obviously I was interested. You know, I was like, "Yo, this is an escorting business. Women willing to pay for sex. This is very intriguing." I didn't pay for any any services. I just wanted to, you know. I guess my curiosity got the best of me, and I tapped on the website and I started clicking on the profiles of some of these of some of these women, and I couldn't help but to feel very sad. You know, like I. I felt very sad clicking these pages because a lot of these girls were beautiful women, you know, beautiful women who I knew I knew in my heart that would wouldn't have any trouble finding a man who would be willing to work 12 hours a day so that he could provide a life for them. But instead, they're out here selling their bodies for one hundred dollars an hour. You know, that sounds like a lot of money to you. You know, if that sounds like a lot of money to you um, for selling your body and defiling yourself and lowering your 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 value as a human being like that i don't i don't know that that's not right you know i couldn't help but to feel sad that this is somebody's daughter pimping herself out to strange men because none of these women you know had any uh limits as to what they were they were willing to do they all did bareback you know for a hundred dollars or I know one girl. Uh, when I when I texted her, you know, I I was just interested in finding rates, and I texted a lot of women to figure out exactly what's going on. And one girl said, uh, they they would be willing to go for fifty dollars fifty dollars for a half hour, 
And this girl wasn't like an ugly tramp. She was gorgeous. And I, when I, her profile pictures and everything, she had the Instagram model the physique. She was absolutely gorgeous. And I knew in the bottom of my heart that there is some guy who would be willing to give her the world. And she wouldn't need to pimp herself out to some random bum on the internet. But here she is, selling herself on the, in, on the internet. And it just it just makes you sad. Like, it really sad. Because, first off, these girls, of course, they look normal. You know, part of you, because of the stereotypes we see on the internet or in movies, we accept, we expect, at least I expected, prostitutes to have a prostitute look you know to have a giant sign on their head that says i am a whore for hire no these girls look like your average ditzy basic bitch that you see walking around in real life which only made the experience uh a bit too surreal like way too surreal and i you know i just didn't i didn't know how to process it you know because like if it could happen to these normal looking girls i guess normal is a uh is a blanket term that isn't very very accurate i know a lot of women who end up getting in the sex work industry happen to uh likely went through major trauma in a in their lives whether whether it was sexual abuse abandonment issues or something that happened uh, to them back in the day so they they internalize this emotional trauma and seek out emotionless interactions to bury this trauma i guess if that if that's how it works but you know which just makes me even <laughs> more sad like what is going on in the world that so many gorgeous women that are are willing to just <laughs> defile themselves like that you know they're willing to defile themselves and their entire existence by having you know condomless sex with a random person on the internet don't get me wrong i was very tempted to pay for these services when i say these girls were a class supermodel looking women you know they were very um very gorgeous women but i felt the righteous hand of god smack my spiritual skull and until i received in uh a heavenly paradigm paradigm shift that you know gave me a little wake-up call that i was about to commit a sin that would bring me a step closer to uh into the life of a degenerate than i already uh than i already am you know of course i have my own vices that i have to uh deal with and i'm trying to get over but um and in these vices you know that just like the average guy in the world i am of course fighting a rather uh interesting porn uh habit uh you know it's not as it's not as bad as some of the uh, some of the friends i have you know i'm not out here i'm not out here consuming dark uh twisted shit all the time you know every now and then i do <laughs> i do fall into the loop uh the endless void that is the uh uh the uh x videos or pornhub uh page flip you know when you skip from page one to two to three looking for that right video i do find myself going down that alley every now and then um no matter how hard how hard i try to fight it um you know but i i realized that if i stepped into the world of paying for sex you know of sex work it would be it would be hard to come back you know because it's just so easy to hit up because when I texted these girls for rates, they responded within five to ten minutes. And they just hit me that if I was to go down this route, you know, I could instantly like have sex. Like, like you don't have to go through the natural process of meeting somebody. You don't have to, you know, 
form a, an emotional connection. You just hit somebody up. You, you, just, you just go on the uh, page, find the girl that's close to you, and message them, and boom, you have sex for money. And I realized that if I took that step into that abyss, I wouldn't be able. To, I wouldn't be able to come back very easy. And I don't want to worsen my own. Uh, you know, or at least increase the size or or my pool size of vices that I'm dealing with. You know, I'd I'd rather I'd rather uh, deal with a porn addiction trying to stop that than to fight an addiction to prostitutes and gorgeous hookers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you think if you think a porn addiction is bad, imagine being addicted to paying for gorgeous Instagram uh, model uh, tier hookers to just come here and gobble your nuts <laughs> for an hour you know like i i just didn't want to do that i didn't want to take that step but um it pains me to come to realize that the emotional integrity of the western um of the western societal system or just the world system itself has been degraded to such a degree that so many people you know so many people think it's okay to devalue themselves. Again, I found like 22-year-old women, 29-year-old women, like women who still could find a partner and didn't need to do these things to themselves. You know, like I'm talking women that, you know, you would see in public, you know, you would see in public and think, wow, she's way out of my league. She probably has a lot of guys hitting her up. I'm talking these kind of women and they're selling themselves for $100, $200 a night. Like $200 a night or $200 a, a, an hour. That is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I don't care how much money you think that adds up to over time. Let's say if you have sex two times a night for $200 each hour, that's $400 um, a night, right? $400, you do that five times out of a week, that's uh, $2,000. Um, I don't care how much multiplication you want to do. $2,000 a week is not at all enough. Or, or it shouldn't be enough uh, to convince you to defile your own body, you know, to hand your body off to people who want to use you as a piece of meat. Ladies, I, I mean this with sincerity, complete and honest sincerity. I don't I don't want any girl to go down this route or go down this route in life. You know, I it just it's sad. It really is. It's it's, you know, like I keep thinking, like, what if this was my daughter? I don't have any kids yet. But what if it was my daughter in the future? You know, like I wouldn't know how to react, you know, to seeing my little girl pimping herself out, having in her, have, putting it in her bio that she'll do anal for all, all night. She'll do all this all night. She does bareback. I wouldn't know how to react aside from, I don't know, probably killing myself. Yeah, I'd probably just kill myself if I was to uh, come to the realization that I failed to teach my little girl how to value herself you know i'm not I'm not encouraging women to you know form obnoxiously high expectations uh, as far as um the um the uh checklist or the checklist their mates have to uh check off you know in order to be their you know their mate i'm not i'm not saying to develop or or at least come up with very high expectations but damn it ladies don't don't pimp yourself out for a hundred dollars, like or two hundred dollars. Don't don't pimp yourself out at all. Like I'm serious. Don't do that. Don't do that. 
But, but prostitution is the oldest business in the world. It's the oldest industry in the world. Okay? What does that... That's not as, that doesn't make it morally correct. It's wrong on a massive level. Like, you're, you're, you're selling yourself for an hour. Like, think about it. People, guys who pay for prostitutes aren't just looking to have vanilla, vanilla sex. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's, I, the reason why I know that is because I talk to my friends who talk about what they would do if they had, you know, sex with a, a, a cheap girl. And I also, I also know my deep, dark thoughts. If I'm going to pay for a prostitute, I'm paying her to do very <laughs> not safe for work things that, you know, I wouldn't, I would feel ashamed of if I was to know my own daughter was letting uh, these things be done to her, you know? So, and these women know that. They have it in their bios. They include all the things they're willing to do in their bios because they know that's what these men want. They know that's what they want, and they're okay with it. You know, they're okay with being used to such a degree, and it's just sad. It's just really fucking sad. It That killed my entire vibe. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, it's still in the back of my head like, yo, you could... You could Pay some, pay some bad bitch. You come gobble your nuts for a few hours. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on forgetting the name of that website now, just in case, so I, so I don't, you know, slip uh, and find myself going down that route. Cause it's very tempting. When I say these girls were gorgeous, I mean gorgeous, gorgeous women of that. Again, you don't see in real life, you know, all the time. Only every now and then, um, once, once in a while. Ah, anyways, I digress. Let's move on to another topic that I really want to discuss. And that topic is the fact that a American-born athlete decided to renounce her uh, citizenship and win gold for China. That, my friend, is a very disgraceful title. But anyways, this uh, article I found was on uh, NBC News, which is also very disgraceful. And it's written by a woman named Sephora Smith and Livia Liu. So the article reads like this. United States-born athlete Eileen Gu won gold in the Winter Olympics, Olympics on Tuesday and with it, hero status in China. The prodigy freestyle skier pulled off a jaw-dropping jaw-dropping run in the final of the women's free ski big air stunning the french gold medal favorite in overwhelming chinese social media the event was making its olympic debut as was goo the teenager is american born but chose to compete in china bringing with it the potential for three gold medals on tuesday she delivered on one a major star of the beijing olympic games before they began goo Gu, who is 18, struggled in qualifying after losing a ski, but with the country watching, she performed on the biggest stage. So I'm going to stop right there. I'm just going to say it. This is a very disgraceful uh, moment in American history because not only is this, did this woman renounce her citizenship for uh, and, and switch sides to our greatest enemy, she also plans to return back to the United States to study at Stanford University. She betrayed America because she got paid big money for China, uh, from China or by China. Excuse my, you know, uh, terrible vocabulary. And we are allowing this woman to just continue on taking part in American society as if she didn't just betray us on a 
philosophical level far greater or probably just as equal to uh mr uh benedict arnold the great betrayer of the i think it was the, was it the revolutionary war or was it the war of 1812 i don't know i'm retarded please let me know if you know and no i'm not exaggerating this uh instance of uh betrayal this is severe you know she literally sold us out to our toughest and I shouldn't say tough because I don't think China is very tough. China is a big bitch boy country trying to masquerade as a uh, world power. We can dick slap China into oblivion if we if we really wanted to, you know. But uh, because we because we're controlled by communist goons who have betrayed the American people for a little, a little bit of Chinese money and have defiled the American spirit, we've been disrespected we've allowed ourselves to be disrespected now i get it the united states still won more gold medals than china did during these olympics or still has so far but this event is a symbol of china's encroachment onto the uh into the american system they're trying to infect us with uh with agents spies who are sympathetic to the chinese movement and project a, a narrative to the rest of the world that somehow China is so good that American citizens are willing to betray their own nation to uh, join force, forces with China. China is one big shithole altogether. But we all know in this world, narratives control the outcomes. People are stupid and will follow a false narrative regardless of its credibility. This is a grave offense against the American population, against the American spirit, against America itself. The idea of America is a united force of people who value their nation so much that they're willing to stick together regardless of our differences. If we allow this Olympian, first of all, she's an Olympic athlete who was put up to the rest of the world as a premier force in her sport. Like, I, I don't like this Eileen Goo bitch, like, at all. She is objectively very attractive, but this this is a level of disrespect. This is a level of disrespect we should never take or ex and accept. Like this, at some point we need to we need to put down, put aside our desire to be rational. You shouldn't rationalize with everything that the world throws at you. No, at some point you need to be defiant and indignant. And this is the point. This is that point that we need to act. Are you kidding me? We're going to allow this. We're going to allow this traitor to return back to America as if she didn't just disrespect us to such a degree on a public platform. No, she needs to she needs to be thrown into the fucking gulag. OK, <laughs> throw her into the gulag and make her dis disappear like this is not a rational uh, pandering to the American ideal. No, this is this is me trying to tell you guys to be happy and proud you are American and stand up against some bullshit like this. Like, come on, man. She's this is some bitchy, terrible shit, you know. And China just made us look like the ultimate cuck, you know. They made America look like the greatest bitch boy cuck who lets his his wife fuck around on the side with anybody she sees or wants to uh, hang out with. Like they just recruited our own as a citizen of America into their system and convinced her to betray us, not just in private, no, on a public platform for the whole world to see on a public platform for the whole world to see like man it doesn't get any worse than that like i'm sorry this this shit pisses me off
This stuff just grinds my gears. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's your boy, Victus Devoid. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check out my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. Aside from that, ladies and gentlemen, stay focused, stay alert, and God bless.